I'd like to call to order the City Council meeting December 7th, 2023, 501 Main Street, 5.30 p.m. Can we stand for the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. May I have a roll call? Crenshaw? Here. Walker? Garcia? Altmans? Helenthal? Here. Andrews? Here. Tillman? Here. Bryant? Here. Greenwald? Here. Present three absent. Item number four, Mayor's Correspondence. Um, Friday, December 8th, 2023, the Great River Players are presenting a Christmas story at their South 6th building at 7 p.m. And then again on Saturday, um, December 9th at 2 p.m. And don't forget to go through the City of Christmas from 5 to 10 daily. One time is not enough to see it all. And don't forget to put some money in the pot. Um, Saturday, December 9th, Breakfast with Santa from 11 a.m., from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Union Depot at Keokuk's Riverfront. Breakfast, crafts, and Santa, what more could you want? And then item number two there is um, live, like Lu live Like Lucas fundraiser at the Hidden Tower, 2416 340th Street. Food plus a live and silent auction. Music by Will Whitmore, and the doors open at 4 o'clock p.m. Then Sunday, December 10th, there is a Christmas for Kia Cut concert at 2 p.m. at the St. John's Episcopal Church. Starts at 2 p.m. And then let us not forget that today is Pearl Harbor Day and is a day to reflect upon the 429 lives lost serving our country. I encourage all Americans to reflect on the courage shown by, that, by our brave service members and public safety personnel and their families in times of war and especially in times of peace. Item number five, citizens request. If you have something that you need to um, present to us, you can come to our podium here. You can take about three to five minutes um, and um, please speak clearly into the microphone and state your name and address. Jim Rauner, 1415 High Street. And I'd like to address the issue with the sidewalks, specifically 10 block South 5th, 10 block South 6th. Why are they fenced off? Or if they're fenced off because of the dilapidated buildings, this is going to land in more than just that portion. But why doesn't the city block the streets? Is it because you're going to get complaints from vehicles? Why not pedestrian traffic? Uh, I mean, I shouldn't have to be have an issue with using the access to the sidewalks because I'm in a wheelchair. And I shouldn't have to use the streets because the sidewalks are blocked. Same thing with the 600 block bank. There's been a car park blocking the sidewalk for over two years. The city has yet to do anything about that one. Uh, I don't know what the issues are about the sidewalks in this town. 
dilapidated to begin with, and now you're prohibiting people that have to use the sidewalks from using the sidewalks. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just want to appreciate all the help that I got this year for City of Christmas. If it wasn't for all the help, it would not have been done. So I want to appreciate all the people from Kilka, you know, neighbors, employees, whatever. Thanks. And Merry Christmas. Thank you, Joe. Anybody else? All right, moving on. Item number six, consent agenda. Minutes of the Infrastructure Sanitation Waste Treatment Committee of November 15, 2023. Minutes of the regular city meeting, city council meeting and council workshop of November 16, 2023. Resolution approving a liquor license for West Kmart, 707 Palin Street, Class B retail alcohol license effective December 8, 2023. Resolution approving an urban revitalization tax exemption for the following. Alex Durr, 1956 Hilton Road, single-family dwelling. Jan and Jan John and Janet Boyle, 434 Belknap Place, single-family dwelling. Sheila Sapp, 808 Johnson Street Road, garage. Motion to pay the bills and transfers listed in registers number 3576 through 5378 and motion to approve the agenda, including the consent agenda. So moved. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion approved. Item number seven. Now is the time and place for a public hearing on amendment to the fiscal year 2023 to 2024 annual budget. A public hearing notice was published in the Daily Gate City on November 21st, 2023. I am opening the public hearing at 5.36 p.m. Uh, with the expenses and revenues related to the storm damage, a mid-year uh, amendment is necessary to account for the additional revenues and expenditures. Priority any action on the amendment, a public hearing must be held. Any further discussion? City Clerk, any written comments or objections being received? There being no further comments or objections on this matter, I will close the public hearing at 5.36 p.m. Consider resolution amending budget for the fiscal year ending, January, ending June 30th, 2024. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion approved. Item number eight, consider resolution approving aquatic center management agreement with Horner YMCA. Do I have a motion to approve? Do I have any discussion? The YMCA. Mine's not on. The YMCA is requesting one change to the management contract. The document provides a fee of $25,000 for management of the facility and a $30,000 deficit cover. In two of the past three years, the deficit has been significantly lower than $30,000.
The past season, the deficit was $27,781.66. A portion of the shortfall can be attributed to having to increase wages for lifeguards to compete with other facilities in the area. Additionally, uh, there was a drop in attendance which could be partially attributed to the splash pad. The YMCA is requesting that the deficit coverage be increased to 35000 The last change of this contract was in 2021. Um, Mark Schmidt, Executive Director of the YMCA, is here tonight if you have any questions about the uh, operations at the Aquatic Center. Any questions? Um, I think we did have some questions last time, which is why we tabled it. Do you want to come up to the podium? Hello, I'm Mark Smith. So one of the things that we talked about last time was there was some concern about maybe people not buying um, memberships because sometimes the Y closes early for weather or when they're not open because they're short-staffed. The pool so, closes, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, that's what I meant, the pool. Um, so we had asked Brian, because he was on the, the parks board, um, what you guys were doing to kind of address that. The pool never uh, never closes because of short-staffed. We've okay. never had to close the pool because of short-staffing. Um, to my knowledge, that I can think of, um, Carissa. Uh, and what was the other part of that? Um, we've had people tell us that oh. the pool closes early because of bad weather, or they're not open that day because of weather. Sure, yeah. Uh, if there's uh, if there's rain or thunder, we can't open um, for obvious reasons. Um, and if there's uh, there, we've got some guidelines on when to open as far as temperature and those sort of things. And if there's not. Um, you know, a certain number of people. And we pretty much have gone by a feel on that. But there's, um, I mean, last year, uh, if I go, we keep a, we keep a uh, running tally of what the receipts are and what the temperature is and uh, closures and all that sort of thing. I think last year we closed four times early. So, I mean, we're closing if there's nobody there. Okay. Have you seen a change in people not buying the, the yearly memberships? Uh, memberships or admissions. Okay. Well, the, I know there's like a yearly package that you can buy and then yeah. you can go an unlimited amount of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I, I could go through all of that. I don't have all that. Okay. Not Not being prepared for exactly what you want. I mean, if you want to go through uh, maybe the park board or... Uh, committee or something, we can do that. Um, season passes were down a little this year. Admissions were down a little bit this year. Um, mm, I don't know that it was tons, but some. Uh, pool rental was down this year. Uh, we did restrict the number of days that we would rent the pool out after the regular hours, so that was down uh, simply for a staffing reason. Um, uh, when I say we haven't closed it for staffing, uh, we always have staff there, um, but uh, the extra hours required for the rental do put a uh, crimp on the number of uh, the number of our staff does put a crimp on after hours rental. So, okay. So yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, Season passes were probably down a little bit. Admissions were probably down a little bit. None of that to a 
hold a, a great degree. Um, probably the biggest factor we see is, um, you know, whatever the weather is. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say that um, a Monday is going to be busy or a Friday is going to be busy or a Sunday is going to be busy. Truthfully, a hundred degree day is busy. So uh, the more hundred degree days we get, the better. Uh, the uh, you know, if you'd look at uh, what the receipts were for this year, uh, our staffing costs are about a thousand dollars a day. Um, and that's simply for lifeguards and managers. Um, uh, so if you look through our receipts, uh, when it's very busy, uh, we'll hit that thousand or a little bit over. Uh, most other days were not a thousand dollars. So, uh, most other days were four or five, six hundred dollars. So staffing costs are the biggest thing. How about, uh, <clears throat> chemicals and that type of stuff? Uh, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't think those have gone up much, John. I, uh, you know, they're pretty typical. Uh, we use the same, uh, supplier that we use at the Y. Um, they do a great job. Uh, they're, uh, very knowledgeable, help us through a lot of issues with things. They do a great job. So, um, I'm sure they've gone up some, but not significantly. Okay. Now, Mark, the requested change here is in the um, the deficit coverage. So previously, it had a ceiling of thirty thousand, right. and the request is to up that to thirty-five thousand. So, um, just so that everybody is all understanding here, what would happen if uh, the deficit were to be above that thirty thousand? Does that fall on the Y then, where you have to cover? Um, that's one of the reasons I brought it up. When we took over the management three years ago, Cole and I talked about that, and the the, the uh, original ceiling was $35,000 at that time, and we changed a couple things around. We lowered it to thirty, um, and uh, we weren't close to that thirty. And as wages have gone up post-COVID and other things have gone up, uh, those expenses have climbed <clears throat> somewhat with admissions being down a bit too. Um, and Cole at that time said, you know, if we didn't know what it would be, um, Cole said, "You know, if you go over that, we'll probably cover it. But we'll cover, we'll we'll cover that base when we get to it." Um, and of course, with Cole's departure, um, I wanted some more headroom in the coming year. Um, again, it was thirty-five thousand. We lowered it to thirty thousand this year. The losses were about twenty-eight thousand, not quite twenty-eight thousand. So the difference between twenty-eight and thirty is getting pretty close. Uh, we're going to have to go through some wage increases for lifeguards and other people this year. Um, so the headroom between thirty or $35,000 would be a lot more comfortable for us. Mm -hmm. and, and the agreement states that should, they, should the, the deficit cover, um, they go above that, that the city and the Y would then negotiate, but... Mark wanted maybe just a little bit more cushion so he don't have to get to that negotiation phase. And then also for clarification, now the difference between the deficit ceiling and the actual deficit, is that then paid out at 50%? No, it, it, um, uh, whatever the difference is between the deficit and the deficit ceiling is one quarter. A quarter. A quarter. 25%. Okay. Right. So it's not that we're automatically Spending five thousand dollars more a year with the Y with this this change right. order here, it's it's protecting the Y up to another five thousand for unknown expenses in the previous year, 
And if expenses don't go up, it's not like all of a sudden we have to cut an additional large check and that there's extra money being exchanged here. This is really just a security request from the YMCA. And, and in the previous two years, the deficit was was significantly lower than 30000 uh, and that was one of the reasons why um, uh, we kind of did a trade-off. We raised the management fee up 5000 and reduced the, the deficit coverage by 5000 because the last two years they weren't coming anywhere near it. Um, but this year it uh, came awfully close. And we'll, I mean, we'll manage it to the best of our abilities and, and uh, with, a, you know, a fiscal responsibility uh, just as we would anything else. So, I mean, we're not going to go spending willy-nilly, but which is part of the reason why if there's nobody at the pool, we don't keep the pool open. So, Any more discussion? No. So I have a first and a second. All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number nine. We Thank you. We Thanks, Mark. Your, we appreciate your partnership. Thank you very much. No problem. <laughs> Item number nine, consider resolution of support and financial commitment to the Main Street program in Keokuk, Iowa. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Well, it used to be once every two years, but this is now a four-year agreement that uh, I was reminded. Uh, so uh, now once every four years, the Iowa Development Iowa Economic Development Authority requests that the City Council pass a resolution pledging support for Keokuk Main Street and the program's goals. The support includes financial support, which the City already provides. Do we have any discussion? You guys want to come forward, or are you just happy with everything's fine? <laughs> Good evening. My name is Amy Hobb. I'm the owner of Blue Umbrella Bakery at 412 Main and a current board president for Main Street Keokuk, Inc. The program agreement between Main Street Keokuk, the Iowa Economic Development Authority, and the City of Keokuk formalizes the partnership between each of these entities and renews their shared commitment to the revitalization and preservation of Keokuk's downtown district. Since the first program agreement was signed in 1986, downtown Keokuk has seen nearly $74 million in private investments. Over 250 businesses have opened and over 550 building improvement projects have been completed. Today, the district is home to about 300 residents, 190, 190 businesses, and employs almost 900 people. Under the terms of the program agreement, IEDA agrees to provide training and technical assistance to support and maintain a state network of Main Street communities and to administer the national accreditation process in the state of Iowa. The city of Keokuk agrees to support the initiatives and philosophy of the local Main Street program, to make some kind of financial contribution to the organization, and to pass the resolution before you this evening. For its part, Main Street Keokuk agrees to promote and advocate for tools and resources that support the district investment to support, to submit quarterly economic impact reports to the state, and to comply with the IED, IEDA training mandates and to maintain its national accreditation. Our staff and volunteers work hard throughout the year to provide well-rounded programming that meets or exceeds both state and national standards. 
Whether we are hosting dining or retail promotions like putting on the glitz, organizing community events that draw hundreds to the district, such as downtown trick-or-treat, providing market data and business development resources to entrepreneurs, highlighting funding opportunities for property owners, or showcasing available spaces. We are committed to making downtown Keokuk the heart of our community. Much of Main Street's success is direct result of our partnership we enjoy with the city of Keokuk. We thank you for your continued support and look forward to our shared accomplishments this year. Thank you. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion approved. Consider resolution setting snow emergency routes. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. After passage of the ordinance revising parts of Chapter 9.84, Weather Emergency, the City Council must designate the snow emergency routes by resolution. Routes will be posted on our website, Facebook, and in the Daily Gate City. Uh, we'll make sure that um, it's done a couple of times in the Daily Gate uh, somehow so that uh, people are aware. Um, we'll also make um, other media aware. I know that the snow route signs are being ordered and uh, working to get those put up as well. Any more discussion? Are there any changes from what the designated routes were previously? This is just changing kind of the legal structure of how they're laid out. I don't know if there's there's any change because I don't I don't have record of what the previous snow routes are. But um, the way uh, Tom Beard uh, talked, they were basically what they were before. There are some uh, there are some areas such as around the the public safety building that may not have been designated snow routes that we are designating now, so we get those cleared out first. I had a question on the list of streets, and I just wanted to make sure I was reading it right, but towards the bottom, there's three streets listed. Does that mean that it's like an intersection? Can you give me the list of the streets? I don't have them in front of me real quick. So what that means is is um, Washington Street will be cleared from Orleans to Boulevard. We'll take care of that. Yep. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Consider resolution acknowledging the canvas of the votes for the 2023 municipal election held November 7th, 2023. Do I have a motion to approve? So move. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Item number 12, consider resolution approving a lease agreement with Roquette America at the SIDC Center, motion to approve. So moved. Second. Any discussion? The lease is for the first floor space at the SIDC. Term is for 24 months starting January 19, 2024 and ending January 18, 2026. The lease rate is $6,000 a month or $18 a square foot. The space, if the space is not ready by January 19, 2023, a penalty of $200 a day is imposed on the city with the total lease cost divided by the total lease days. 
So it's basically $200 a day for their lease. If it's not ready by the 19th, however many days it's not ready, um, that takes $200 off their lease um, total. Staff is confident the space will be ready on or before January 19th. I just have one question. Is that $200, would that potentially then be passed on to the contractors since they've kind of told us from the very beginning that, I mean, it, everything's on, on, on schedule right now, and we know that. There is, but, a, there is a liquidated damages charge of $200 a day to the contractor if they don't make it by January 19th. Okay, so basically they're aware, too, that they're yep. on the hook as well. We wouldn't actually lose all of this. We'd recoup we, some we of that. Would we would lose the $200 in lease and gain it back per day from the contractor if they don't okay. get it. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? And I am abstaining from voting. I have an office in the development center with Roquette. I am not going to vote. I, I'm abstaining too because I'm uh, one of the contractors in there. My company is. We still have five votes, so we can move on. That motion is approved. Item number 13, consider resolution for professional service amend, amendment number one, South 18th Street reconstruction project. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Any discussion? Um, at previous council workshop, it was the consensus of staff and council to take out the bike trails and narrow the width of the pavement. Um, this resolution includes the redesign for that. Also included in the in in this amendment is um, hiring Terracon consultants to do the. Uh, vibration monitoring of the round building at the cemetery and the pillars of the National Cemetery, which is being required through a, a grant we received through HUD. There shouldn't be any concern, should there? About the vibration oh, study? Oh, no, I don't believe so. They just, we, just, we just are required to monitor it yep. and turn that into the state. Okay. Thank you. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 14, motion to approve Union Depot change order number three. So moved. Second. Labor and materials to repair backup masonry, uh, water table, face brick, hidden condition, which is an increase of $12,000. It's a $36,000 change order requested by the masonry subcontractor. Two-thirds have been allocated to the Keokuk Union Depot Foundation as the waiting room work reflected two-thirds of the total change order. One-third of the balance is requested from the city of Keokuk for the baggage room section of the building as part of the uh, Brunn Grant project. All changes over $5,000 must be approved by the city council. Funds to cover the change have been, have been received through donations or through the grant. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 15, motion to approve Union Depot change order number four. So moved. Second. Labor and materials to fabricate and install three exterior doors, the trackside baggage room door and transom assembly, the bunkhouse door and transom, the 
and screen doors for the buff side baggage room doors on the central tower block, which is an increase of $21,300. Again, all change orders over 5,000 must be approved by the city council and funds to cover the change have been received through donations or covered by the grant. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion's approved. Item number 16, motion to approve amendment one final to amendment one final payment to be divided into four equal payments. So moved. Second. Any discussion? I guess I would say I think it makes sense with the information that you've given us and I don't know why we would say no. I said I think it makes sense. Okay, thank you. Um, all those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 17, boards and commissions. We have final notification for Veterans Memorial Commission, Philip Carapresso, term to expire 6-1-2027. Uh, first notification for Rand Park Pavilion Commission. Second notification for Grand, Grand Theater notification. Mayoral appointments, Civil Service Commission, uh, Kimber Tender, Tinder, fulfilling a term to expire 4-1-2024, and King Cut Convention and Tourism, Judy McDonald, term to expire 12-31-2026. Uh, we can do all three of the votes uh, of the ones that need to be voted on on an omnibus motion. So moved. Second. Any more discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Motion passes. Item number 18, Council Liaison Reports. If I may, um, the Great River Regional Waste has entered into a contract with a company by the name of Pine Creek. They will be laying a pipe field out in the, the cells that have been reached capacity to capture the gas, methane gas, and they will be uh, treating it and selling it. Uh, that Great River Regional Waste was going to have to do this, and they was going to burn it off. These people are capturing it, cleaning it up, and going to sell it. It, it. it was estimated that it cost them $4 million to do that. That is something that Great River Regional Waste won't have to go through. It is a 25-year contract. Um, they are presently closing one cell. Uh, it reached such a height that they have to quit. It'll settle and they can put some more back in it, but they opened up a new cell. They moved 555,000 yards of dirt. The hole is 40 foot deep. It originally was going to be 50. But the cost of moving the dirt and all that became kind of prohibitive, so they, they stopped at 40. And um, uh, in order to do this, they took 13 acres out of uh, row crop production that belonged to the two Great River Regional Waste to make the new cell. And this cell, they're already planning the next one because it goes on. And with all that good news, 
Tipping fees will go up $1.25 a ton come the 1st of July. That's a report. Thank you, Roger. Anybody else? Item 19, number 19, staff report. Um, we currently ended disinfection for the season down at the plant. I know it's not a really big, exciting thing, but I thought I'd let everybody know. As of November 15th, we don't have to disinfect for the season until the springtime. Tom, you've probably been asked many times, does that stink yours or is that uh, Roquette's? The smell. Is that from you guys? It's the glycerin factory. It's actually glycerin traders. No, there's two different smells in town. Well, one of them's a wastewater treatment plant. I just don't know which one. The other one is just right down here. There's yeah. two different smells I'm getting all kinds of complaints on. It, it's, it's not our plant. Right. And I can tell you where it's coming from just by the smell, too. And this, um, of course, it's the second time we've been told. But yesterday I spoke with the gentleman from down here at the glycerin plant, and he said by the end of next week he will have, they have, will have burned off all that product, and they will not be doing that product again, then, and so that we should not have this problem. Yes, that's what I was told yesterday, but I know he, they kind of made that comment before, so we'll see what happens after next week. Cole Devin Dade submitted a letter of resignation from the City Planning Commission um, in an email. Got lost in my emails. I apologize for not getting that to you. Um, thank you, Devin, for your time that you um, served on the commission. Um, I would also like to thank um, Cole for your past support um, over the last several years. It's been nice working with you, and I wish the best to you and your family. Um, first floor build out at the SID Center is still going well and on schedule. We will be having a progress meeting with the contractor and Roquette next Tuesday. Um, the new build out of the 2,500 square foot on the second floor for freeze dried started this week. Um, that project is being funded by KUDC. Um, the city will enter into a new lease with freeze dried for this space at $18 a square foot per year for four years or $37.50 per month. Um, myself and Kathy met with a representative from Musicians Pro Shop out of Cedar Rapids. Uh, he came down to uh, look at and assess the echoing issue in the council chambers, um, and he will be getting back to us with a, with a proposal to hopefully remedy that. Um, also, I contacted Chicken Dance Construction, um, they will be sending a rep down next week to look at our, we've got a paint chipping issue up on our ceiling. Um, they're going to come look at that and then get that fixed for us. I just wanted to mention that this last Saturday we participated in the first annual Lee County Shop with a Cop. Uh, we had six of our staff members volunteer their Saturday to do that, and through donations, um, some of which came from Keokuk, some others from around the county. We were able to provide transportation, lunch activities, and a significant uh, shopping experience for these kids and their family. There were approximately 20 kids, um, multiple law enforcement agencies, 
took part in this, and we look forward to continuing that. Any more staff reports? Item number 20, new business. Item number 21, with that being said, we will be take a five-minute break and come back for the workshop, and we have a motion to approve to adjourn. So moved. All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed. Is everybody back? Good. Okay, we're going to open up the uh, Agenda Council Workshop, December 7th, 2023, and um, item number one, one on it is Clean Energy Districts of Iowa Proposal, and you should have it in your packet. Uh, so Clean Energy Districts of Iowa is asking um, every community that is a, a client of Alliant Energy to oppose the proposed um, Alliant increase to the Iowa Utilities Board. Uh, they estimate the impact to governmental organizations would be a 15 to 20 percent increase um, over the years, uh, and that residents and businesses would see a 13.4 to 20 percent increase. Uh, when I talked to the mayor about this, we were going to put a resolution on there opposing the, the increase, but uh, Queen Energy Districts um, is asking to uh, us to join them, uh, which is at no cost, but that we could make a monetary donation towards helping them um, with the legal fees necessary to fight the uh, um, uh, rate increase. That donation does not is is not set. They don't have a fee schedule set up where it's it's X amount for this or whatever. It's just um, any amount that we want it to be, whether it's a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars or whatever. Um, so that's why we put it on the workshop uh, to have a then, but then always pass the resolution and, and forward it on. But the question um, that we have uh, is, do you want to enter into the agreement? And if you do want to enter into the agreement, do you want to make any sort of donation? Anybody? It's very true that Alliant has the highest energy costs across the state of Iowa and is one of the highest in the Midwest. They, uh, Alliant is, um, there's only six utilities that have a higher rate in Iowa. Um, and the, well, they're uh, municipal, though. Yeah? Um, I, think they were, I think they were municipal. Yeah, they're all municipal, which is a different yeah. game compared to, like, right. Alliant covers. And, and their rates tend to be twice as much as what mid-Americans. Yeah. I, I mean, and I just, I'm, Liberty came after us for the last how many times? Now Lion again, because they just did an increase two years ago. I mean, I have no problem personally signing on to an effort that is a, a um, combined effort of the communities. I do hesitate to provide any sort of um, financial support or donation at this time. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think there's there's value in numbers, and and maybe they'll they'll recognize the effort if more people join. So I think it would be a good idea if we do that to represent everybody. Um, I I don't really have an opinion either way about the donation. 
the Iowa Utility Board doesn't seem to really listen to individuals and to communities on their own. I think that the Iowa Utility Board having an effort where communities are signed on together and there's a unified message might have a little bit more impact and might actually impact the conversation as to what this rate increase, um, uh, the, the, the ability to have any impact on where it could actually sit versus what their request is. So just out of curiosity, if it goes up, uh, I think they were, the maximum was like 15 to 20 percent. Is that going to raise our franchise? I mean, our per, so 3 percent of 10 is not as much as 3 percent of 20. And so if, and so if, I mean, and I, I agree, and I, I, I agree with what Chris has said, if we get enough people, maybe they'll at least take stock and say, hey, there are a lot of our customers that aren't are okay with this. But on the other side of that, if it does go up, Theoretically, we're going to get more money in franchise fees because the cost went up, so the money went up. I'm not, I'm not in favor of higher, higher bills anymore than anybody else, but this also would potentially put more money in the city budget. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. I'll just say on my, on my side of things, from a person that sees a lot of the city's utility bills, I'm assuming our rates are going to go up also. Correct. So just on, say, one building that we pay a lot of electricity for, around $100,000, that's going to yeah. bump that $15,000 a year at the lowest increase. So I don't know that right. we'd make the difference up in franchise the, fees for what the city's going to have to pay out. So so that's just it. The, the increase is, is going to negate any increase that we get in franchise fees. And um, while... The additional funds from the franchise fee would be, in my opinion, would be um, beneficial to the general fund. Uh, it continues to pile on to um, our residents and our businesses that are already paying extraordinarily high electric fees, extraordinarily high um, gas fees. Uh, so um, I don't know if I could make a, a, an argument to any city council that hey, let's not oppose this because we're going to get more money out of the franchise. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely not opposing joining it. I'm just, I guess I'm trying to see the silver lining because the, the other question I guess I have is we all join in this and we all agree that we oppose this. What are the real chances that they would not raise the rate? I mean, what, I mean, and I, so I guess that's why I'm at least, there is potentially a silver lining if we can't stop them from raising it. At least, there, at least there is going to be some minor benefit other than the fact we're also going to, our expenses are going to go up as well, so they may kind of cash each other out. But I'm, 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 I guess I'm going to echo what Shelley and Chris has said. I'm, I'm in favor of supporting it. I don't know that I'm in favor of giving them any monetary money. And, and what I will tell you is, is that the Iowa Utility Board um, has a history of never not granting an increase, but they may not grant everything that the utility wants. Um, so I think even the last time with Liberty, um, they negotiated down a um, uh, what the actual increase was going to be and some other things with it, um, but we still got an increase. I think that's what will happen with this, is that there will be a um, negotiation with the interested parties uh, and we'll hopefully bring that down a little bit. So we'll pass uh, pass that along that uh, to have the amendment and the resolution 
uh, or I'm sorry, have the resolution on the agreement and the resolution opposing the increase for the next meeting? Yes. Okay. Every time they ask for this, and they ask for an all. I mean, one time we had the Grand Theater full of people protesting the, the rate increases, and they still got something. Don't mean that this first shot is what they're going to get, but they they will get something. Okay, item number two, discussion on hiring a city administrator. So, guys, in front of you, I included in your stuff today um, so, uh, the proposal from GRHRUSA and um, Elizabeth Hansen, who is um, with Midwest Municipal Consulting. I had a chance to look at both of them today <clears throat> and read through both of them, and for a second time, actually. And I would, I would lean towards the Hansen for a couple main reasons, I guess. The obvious one is it's ten to $15,000 cheaper, but it's also an Iowa company. So we're keeping our money in Iowa. Um, when you look at their actual timetables and everything else, they seem to be fairly similar. The, the, like I said, the two major differences is the GovHR one is a bigger corporation out of Chicago area, so they've got a bigger list nationwide. But my concern for that also is to them, we would just be a number and potentially customer service would not be as good because they would be a huge conglomerate and they'd have how many other clients at the same time. With Hanson, they're local. Um, I think that we'd be a, I, I think we'd get better response. I think we'd get better customer service. And in the end, I think we'd get probably the same candidates or the same caliber of candidates. So if we were going to vote, I would vote for Hanson. Um, I do know with Hanson, Hanson, there's too many H's in our um, names in our groups today. I mean, but Hanson did say that um, she probably wouldn't be able to start until sometimes in February. So that's going to put it off till then. However, um, we wouldn't probably be starting anything till after the first of, of the year anyway. So um, just so you know, that was a comment she made to me in an email. Um, and I just wanted you to know that um, I did reach out to um, Trish at Task Force and ask her her um, thoughts on some of this. And she said that um, she would more than welcome this type of a project and wanted to sometimes try it. But because of the death in her family, she knows that she won't have any time until way after the first of the year. But she did say that if we do this again, to please consider her because she'd love to. Um, do this for the city of Keokuk and keep the uh, money in the town. So that's just a, something that I wanted to pass on to you. But um, I don't know whether you guys want to, um, I, what do you, we have the personnel committee and what would you guys like to um, tell, do you have a thought or do you want to look at them and get back to us at the next meeting or call us and let us know what you want to do, what do you like, what's going on here?
I guess if we want to move forward with Hansen, then we can decide to put that on the agenda and then vote on it in the next meeting. I think it'd be best that we get a contract for services okay. and exactly what's going to be in that contract, not just say that we are going to take the proposal that she gave us. I would recommend that we do a letter for a contract of services. So what we can do is ask her to draft a letter of contract for services so we know what that is, um, and then we can approve that at the next meeting. Anybody else? So we are kind of in agreement that we would like to go forward with Hanson and um, have it on the next agenda. Is that what I'm hearing? Anybody have opposed to that in any way, shape, or form? Then um, the personnel committee will work hard on that and get back to you at the next council meeting. Um, if there's any questions or anything that needs to be contacted, you guys need to be contacted about, that will happen. We will reach out to you. Um, any other discussion? Then with all that being said, the meeting is adjourned. And um, before we leave, thank you, Cole, for your service. Thank you for everything that you've done. It's been an honor to serve with you. Thank you, Cole.